0: cloud-covered morning. We've had a sprinkle or two here at the radio station, but no real significant rain. Eric Carpenter with you on this midweek Wednesday morning. Good to have you with us. This is KCVL, KCRK. Oh, boy, was it a good time up at the uh, big grand opening there for Northeast Washington Health's new building here in Colville. Over a 100 people. The band was playing. State representatives, the senator, county commissioner, all there. Matt Schantz from Tri-County Health. A lot of business representatives and just people that wanted to take a look at the new building and, well, a big congratulations to uh, Northeast Washington Health. Uh, we'll be talking more about that later on. But, boy, beautiful building. They pulled out all the uh, all the strings last night. It was a great event. i put the... Uh, Northeast Washington New Health Building, there on North Main. Well, uh, nothing really surprising at last night's Colville City Council meeting. The council approving $900 for a plaque honoring uh, Jerry McKellar and Anderson, uh, our local sculptors. The city is going to move ahead and make uh, the homeless, outdoor homeless center uh, caretaker there. He will be a city employee, get the city benefits and all the things because they couldn't figure out a way to have him as an independent contractor with the city. The city is moving ahead. Doing the uh, interlocal agreement with Stevens County. Stevens County giving the city $300,000 for the parking lot improvements where the electric car charging station will be put. And uh, again, uh, the city moving ahead agreeing with the county. On the new Justice Center. They have that on the November ballot. It will involve a sales tax increase if the voters approve that proposal. A 3.8 magnitude earthquake striking the Fall City area early yesterday morning. The Pacific Northwest Seismic Network says the earthquake happened at 3.17 a.m., about five and a quarter miles northeast of Fall City. It had a depth of 10.63 miles. Of course, all of us feel the pain at the pump. You're certainly not alone. Washington State still remaining up the top of the list for the most expensive average gas price in the country. AAA says on average here in Washington, a gallon of gas, well, it's more expensive across the state than here in Colville. 501, the statewide average that is a dollar 18 more than the national average national average price of gas is 382 the seattle bellevue everett area they are the highest in the state they are at 515 and that is up about 3 cents from last week's average price
1: It's here, Saunders Furniture's biggest sale in their 29-year history. Here's the news, Saunders Furniture's buying staff has diligently worked to bring the Tri-County and Spokane County areas the best deals and selection from the world furniture market. And now they're back for market, and it's time for the inventory reduction sale to make room for the new selections coming in. It's a sale like no other a limited time opportunity to save big on brand new arrivals and all the essentials the irs sale is an especially great time to get a new recliner sofa sectional or mattress of any size select items up to 65 percent off plus with your good credit you can purchase all the furniture mattresses and accessories you deserve with no money down no interest or financing charges for 12 full months hurry in today at the inventory reduction sale you can find what you're searching for at saunders furniture downtown colville
0: Okay, across the state of Washington uh, this year, we had a a big outbreak of the tick population. They were everywhere, getting on everybody. Well, the Tacoma Pierce County Health Department reports the state's second case of anaplasmosis, a tick-borne disease. It was diagnosed in a woman who had spent time in the wooded areas around Puyallup and Eatonville. The first locally acquired human case was reported by the Department of Health, a man who had been working in Mason County Brush. He was likely bitten by an infected uh, tick. Four species of ticks commonly found in Washington state. They bite they transmit disease to people. The diseases can include Lyme disease, the anaplasmosis, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, and a tick-borne relapsing fever. So the ticks, they are part of the spider family. And they attach to their host's bodies, and then they transmit disease. So very important If you find a tick, remove it promptly. Use fine-tip tweezers, grasp the tick as close to the skin surface as possible, and pull upward and steady with even pressure. The uh, health department says don't twist or jerk the tick. That could cause the mouth parts to break off and remain in your skin. If that happens, you want to try and remove those mouth parts with tweezers. Now, they say after removing the tick, flush it. Don't crush it. And then disinfect the bite site and thoroughly wash your hands. So, again, those ticks, they can have a variety of... Uh, diseases and we do have a second case here in washington state so uh, just be aware went through about a month there I was getting ticks everywhere and uh now that we've got the hot weather i haven't uh haven't run across any ticks lately so i think we might be we might be out of uh kind of out of the woods with the yeah big tick population surge this year Structure Fire Consuming a Cabin in the Little Ponderay Lakes, that occurring on Monday. Really quick action by the Fire District 9, and that really helped. It saved all the surrounding cabins, kept the fire from getting into the trees and creating a forest fire. Here's what went on. We talked with the Fire District 9 Fire Chief.
2: This is Jim Martin, the fire chief of Stevens County fire district. Number nine, it was a call out. It was probably about 5:15 or so at two, five, one, four young road. There was a cabin on fire that had been struck by lightning. So when we got there, first thing I did was contact the homeowners and made sure that everybody was out. I think there was eight or 10 people inside and they had gotten them all out. So they had heard a noise during the storm. heard it actually hit the power wire going into the house and then it just traveled into the house and and sparked inside the power box itself. Very, very unusual. In fact, we've discussed that many times as far as why, because the house is actually down in a low spot with high trees all around it. And it could be that maybe it had hit somewhere else and just traveled down the power lines. I don't know, you know, without actually seeing it. I don't know for sure, but it is pretty unusual. So by the time we got there, which was, I would guess, Five to ten minutes after the call, the full upstairs was already fully engulfed in flames. So we responded, we have a fireboat out there. That the fireboat had met me there, so we pulled up down to the dock, started spraying water with the fireboat. We have a unlimited water supply with that as long as we keep the pump running. So we have a pump on the boat itself with hose layouts as well as a turret on the front, which is a nozzle that shoots. Our big concern at that point, we knew everybody was out, was trying to contain it so that it didn't sweep to either direction because there's cabins on both sides, and the cabin was down in the trees. So we wanted to keep it out of the trees so that it didn't sweep and go either way. So we just basically went on the defensive of making sure that it didn't get up into the trees. And then we started spraying water on the cabin. Of course, it was an old cabin. I mean, I think it was built in 1938, somebody had said. So it went up pretty fast as far as getting hot. And so then at that point, we were just staying defensive, trying to keep it contained. Our main concern, because the cabin was fully engulfed to make sure it didn't get into the woods, we were there until about 12:30 p.m. or so, just keeping an eye on it. We didn't do a ton of overhaul because at that point it was burning inside the concrete basement, so we were just letting it burn basically to help with cleanup. I did go back over with a couple trucks and dump more water on it just to make sure that it was out and there was no hot spots. Everybody was okay. The family's super good friends of mine personally. So I actually waited for one of the homeowners. He lives in Northport, Chuck Wilson. So I waited for him to get there so I could, talk to him. You know, everybody that was there was staying out of the way, asking if there was anything they could do for help. I think everybody saw how fast it was fully engulfed. And everybody around the neighborhood has been super appreciative of us just staying on the defensive and keeping it because there's cabins within 100, 200 feet of that house on each side, as well as it being down in the trees and fully wrapped in big trees. I believe there was 10 of us which is pretty good in our district because most of our people don't live there. Myself, my second assistant chief and assistant chief all live out there. And the second assistant is the one that actually keeps the fireboat at his house. So I got a hold of dispatch the second the pager went off. He got a hold of me on the radio and said, do you want the fireboat? And I said, get it going. And he was there, you know, within seven or eight minutes from his house to their house with the fireboat. Big shout out to the people that did show up because, like I said, we don't have a ton of people that live there. So we had one of our firefighters drove all the way from Chatteroy to help us. And we also had mutual help from Ponderay, too, that sent us two tenders that helped us get water as well. So that was a huge help. We feel bad because we couldn't save the cabin, but we tried to do what we could. We couldn't knock it down. So, like I said, at that point, we just had to go defensive. So,
0: Well, they did keep the fire from spreading to the adjoining houses, kept it out of the woods, and... Uh, did a great job on that fire, but uh direct lightning strike will do a lot of things.
3: Touchdown Seahawks! 12s. Football is back as the Seahawks kick off the 2023 preseason from Lumen Field to battle the Minnesota Vikings. Join Steve Rabel and Dave Wyman this Thursday. Pre-game at 5. Kickoff at 7. Right here on the Seahawks Radio Network. Murray steps up. He's going to throw deep down the sideline. And whoa! reaches up and he makes another interception.
1: Seahawks are back on one AM 1240 KCBL.
0: A full-size 1999 Ford pickup. Well, that has the dubious distinction of being the most stolen vehicle in Washington State last year. More than 4,100 of the older Ford trucks were ripped off by thieves across the state. The uh, particular Ford model at uh, topping the state's top 10 stolen vehicles. Uh, Right below that, a 2004 Chevrolet pickup. That was the one most targeted by thieves nationwide. They uh, track the theft data for vehicles manufactured between 1997 and 2008. Um, The insurance folks say certain models of older cars and trucks are real popular with thieves because of their longevity and the value of their parts. Plus, they're a lot easier to steal. Of course, now campfires are prohibited on all state lands managed by the Department of Natural Resources here in eastern Washington. They impose that campfire uh, ban. Uh, Ferry, Okanagan, Ponderay, Spokane, Stevens County, the northern part of Lincoln County. Propane butane camp stoves and backpacking stoves are still allowed for people recreating throughout the Northeast region. But that campfire ban now applying to 21 counties here in eastern Washington.
4: Get ready for the momentous summer sales event at Adam's Tractor. For a limited time, we're slashing prices on our complete line of Gravely mowers. Whether you need a residential, commercial, zero-turn, or walk-behind mower, we've got you covered. And the savings, they're out of this world. Enjoy discounts of up to $1,000 off. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to transform your lawn. Visit Adam's Tractor's new location in Colville today and make your summer momentous. Adam's Tractor, your trusted partner for all your Gravely lawn needs.
0: Uh, Here's some information from the Department of Fish and Wildlife for hunters on how to choose a good area to hunt and some other things to remember.
4: Hi, I'm Sergeant Berenberg with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife Police out of the Colville office. We get a lot of questions at WDFW, including several lately about the upcoming hunting season and how people can find places to hunt. If you plan to hunt this fall, August is the time to do your research and find some suitable locations whether on public or private lands. A very common call for service during hunting seasons is the response to trespassing. Hunting while trespassing is a misdemeanor violation and can have a two-year suspension on a subject's hunting privileges. WDFW's Places to Go Hunting webpage lists many options such as WDFW-managed wildlife areas and other public lands. While we have a significant amount of public land in Washington, they receive a lot of hunting pressure and other recreational use. If you'd like to try to hunt private land rather than public this year, you can also find options on our Places to Go hunting page. You can take advantage of WDFW's Feel Free to Hunt, Register to Hunt, or Hunt by Written Permission, or Hunt by Reservation programs while private landowners agree to let hunters use on their land. You can find information on all those programs as well as public land hunting options by going to GOV and typing private lands into the search box in the upper right-hand corner. The other option is to scout areas you are interested in hunting and knock on doors of residents in the area to ask permission to hunt their property. This is a great way to form relationships with local property owners and expand your hunting options. As well, there are many timber companies who will allow access to the properties if you call and ask. They often just need your information to issue a permit. The sooner you do this, though, the more successful you will be. No matter which route you choose, it is a hunter's responsibility to know what property it is they're on. There are many applications for cell phones that allow you to see land ownership while overlaid on different types of maps. I would highly recommend utilizing some sort of system to help you in aiding in a land ownership identification. If you have a question for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send it to communications at DFW.WA.GOV or call 509 563-5495. Please include an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There will be a random drawing each week of people who submit questions. If your name is drawn, you can win a can of bear spray to take with you this fall during your hunting season.
1: If you have a question for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife, send it to communications at dfw.wa.gov or you can call 509-563-5495. Please include an email address or phone number because you can win a prize for asking questions. There will be a random drawing each week of people who submit questions. If your name is drawn, you win a can of bear spray to take with you on your outdoor adventures.
0: This is the weekend where garlic is king. That's up at China Bend Winery. That's to thirty-seven fifty-one Vineyard Way, up north north of Kettle Falls on Flat Creek Road. The China Bend Winery having their garlic fair this Saturday. It uh, goes on noon till 5. Bring a long chair, a blanket, and enjoy live music with Murphy's Law. They'll have gourmet foods, the arts and crafts, and, of course, lots of garlic. It is the annual garlic fair at China Bend Winery. There is a $10 admission on this event. Well, yesterday we heard information about the Hay King Contest for the Northeast Washington Fair. They uh, need to get your hay in by Monday, the 21st. But uh, this year, uh, this uh, year's growing season for hay, maybe just a little different than some years. Some of the things uh, going on. Here's Angie Barton. Um one of the judges with the Hay King contest.
5: Stevens County has such a very, so many different little subclimates where some places will get a lot of rain, some places are dry. But overall, we had some hot weather in May, which made everything ready early. So a lot of people had about a two week early start on haying season, which was good in a lot of ways because people that grow second cutting can get their hay off and then second cutting can be growing. But then we had intermittent rain. So if you didn't cut within a certain window, It was hard to get all that first cutting off. So, ultimately, first cutting was fairly good if you could get it cut in that window. But then, as far as having any second cutting without irrigation, it's been a really dry, hot year for that. Unless you cut it early, then there was still moisture in the ground from before first cutting. Then second cutting has been kind of light for a lot of people. But, yeah, overall a pretty good first cutting this year. The season has been two weeks ahead. Even raspberries were ahead, peaches, nectarines, all apricots, all those things have been ahead because of how warm we had weather in May. So that makes your grasses and your alfalfas ripen quicker and ready to cut earlier. Second, which is what we put in for our animals. And that's generally where people can get a high relative feed value in hay king or the standard is with their second cutting because you're more apt to be able to cut it when it needs to be cut. I find grasshoppers, I find rattlesnake now and then, I'll find a dead skunk. Even fawns will be found in the hay, you know, like I've done thousands and thousands of bales over the years. So there's lots of different things you'll find in the hay, bailed into the bale. So gopher snakes too, any kind of snake, any kind of critter that's out in the field can sometimes get raked up and then bailed up. If anybody wants to help out, make this booth more educational more interesting it helps out the fair if we have a agricultural display that's educational it helps the local fair out with the funds and stuff in the state so if there's anybody that wants to help me design the booth type thing then they can always contact me and
0: hey, give her a call if you'd like to help out with the Hay king booth uh, do a little design work get it built and maybe even man it some during the fair you give 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 her a call Northeast Washington Fair coming up gets underway August 24th. A lot of people are using the online fair entry, and that really helps them out down at the fair in uh, getting everything put in and ready. So if you, uh, if you are gonna get a fair entry in, get it in. And if you can help them out, go ahead and do it online.
1: Voggen Brothers Lumber, a leader in the forest products industry is now offering a free forest health checkup. If you have 10 or more acres of timberland, Wagen Brothers Lumber can help you determine if your family's forest is healthy and fire resilient. Schedule your free forest evaluation today by calling Vaughan Brothers Lumber at 684-5071. Vaughan Brothers Lumber, adding value to the forest for people, products, and the environment.
0: Logan Gilbert struck out a career-high 12. He went seven innings of one hit ball. The Mariners winning their sixth straight game, a 2-0 win over San Diego last night. Gilbert retired 21 of the 22 batters he faced, yielded only an infield single in the second inning. Center fielder Julio Rodriguez aided Gilbert by robbing uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. of a potential homer with a leaping catch at the wall. Well, Seattle now has won 11 of their last 13 games. They are only two games behind Toronto for the American League wildcard spot. San Diego, they lost their third straight. It is a two-game series with San Diego. The second game coming up tonight, 5.30. That'll be on 92.1 KCRK. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Colville Glass. Colville Glass excels at auto glass repair and replacement, residential and commercial windows, as well as mirrors and shower doors. They've been serving the people of our area since 1966 at 111 South Oak. Might get a few sprinkles, little light showers now and get you know, through mid-afternoon. Uh, high temperature today, a muggy 83 degrees, 44 overnight, 83 sunny tomorrow, 86 and sunshine Friday going to be a fabulous weekend. Sunshine, 90 on Saturday, 92 Sunday, 94 Monday. More sunshine, 92 on Tuesday. For complete auto glass, low-E vinyl windows for your home or storefront, you can count on them, Colville glass. No wind on this Wednesday morning. The barometer is down some at 2995. We are starting the morning off at 63 degrees here at the radio station. Feels warmer than that. Ah, midweek Wednesday. Oh, thank goodness I didn't need uh, didn't need to really uh, spend any time with the internet this morning because once again we have no internet here at the radio station this morning. Oh, so often about uh, about six thirty seven o'clock, it seems to go down, and you know, by eight thirty, it's usually back working again, but uh, makes for interesting mornings some days. Oh, let's uh let's let's see what Uncle Otis has to say for today.
3: Now time for another Otis advisory. Did you know that Hunter is married? That's right. Through it all, there's been a Mrs. Hunter the whole time. Phone rings in the White House. Hi, sweetie. Could you stop by the A&P on your way home and pick up a can of corn willy? I'm making Ukrainian goulash tonight with Russian-Chinese dressing, your favorite. So get home to me, you big ape, and we'll play house. Yes, there's been a Mrs. Hunter all right, and sources close to the bone report she might even own a TV. So, unless the girl's busy watching Lifetime movies for women all day, she's probably seen what's on the news. Oh, look, there's Hunter again, sharing some hand sanitizer with the new talent over at Pole Cat's wet market. Caucus? They don't even know us. And here's Hunter enjoying some sneeze toast behind the paywall with Harry and Megan. And there's Hunter in his open-toed sandals and black socks, all handcuffed for the holidays. Hunt. Hunter to the white courtesy phone, please. Hunter to the white courtesy phone. You know, Hunter started out with nothing and still has most of it left. So before the boy comes home again with his tail dragging the gravy, ask yourself this, what's in it for Mrs. Hunter? Huge sums of legitimate money. Somewhere out there, there's paper on this saying, Honey, if you behave and stick this out for a couple of years, you're getting your own beach house. Take the bait. This is your Uncle Otis, a false and dangerous narrative. And I'll see you at the Peace March.